Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the New Year's Eve edition. Oh yeah! <laughs> hey. We made it! It's over! <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's just, it's, there's a horizon. We're so fast. <laughs> <laughs> At the stroke of midnight, all of our problems gone. are gone, right? Totally gone. Uh, those problems are going to turn into pumpkins. Yeah, they are. We're going to make pumpkin bread. The best pumpkin bread. <laughs> we've been baking so much. We've been baking <laughs> so much. And we're going to take that pumpkin bread and go outside. Uh, for real, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy um, New Year, everyone. Christ's sake. Uh, and thank you for just sticking with us for the few months. You know, we, we're... We're a young podcast, but we're growing, and that's because of you guys, and it's been phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. We watch our numbers go up every day, and uh, y'all are the best. Thank you so much. The absolute best. Thank you for being weird and interesting and amazing, and uh, for the next year, 2021, I I don't want to jinx anything. (laughs) I don't want to say the numbers, (laughs) but anyway, in, in this next year... Uh, we want to like create a new episode per week with your stuff. So yeah. continue emailing us at well, that's interesting pod at Gmail. Send us stuff you think is interesting, stuff you've learned, you've experienced, whatever. And whatever. we're just going to throw it right back into your ears. Yeah. Just, let's, let's spread, spread the love, spread the info. Spread the weird. And spread also, <laughs> don't forget to send me your favorite Britney song. I know, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Ask for one thing. I'm just kidding. But do send it. Uh, I would love to start a dialogue about Brittany or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. 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 Send it in and uh, let's keep the community growing. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Because we are now up to episode 020. 020. 020. And uh, it's the last episode of the year that shall not be named. Yes. And I thought to start the new year off right. I think we should consider human sacrifice. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's sacrifice this year and, and uh, humans, I guess. <laughs> uh, today's episode, what if you were thrown into a volcano? I love it. I, I've thought about this. I love it. I love it. Uh, I've thought about this one a lot. Personally, I think it's the sexiest way uh, to be sacrificed. Uh, yeah. But I might, I might change my tune at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a video that I'm going to ask you to describe what happens. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so that's oh no. So, uh, but yeah, you do have to go to a beautiful remote location most of the time. So, I love which that. is really nice. I imagine like a skimpy outfit, <laughs> flowers. You know, maybe some rum. <laughs> I don't some know. Mai tais. Uh, some Mai Tais. You'll, uh, you'll want a few Mai Tais before you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before you oh, jump yeah. in. Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, okay, so before we uh, put on our bikinis, uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of human sacrifices. So there's going to be a lot of reading, but, you know, fuck, man, it's informative and it's fucking interesting. I want to see wear that it all. People have been doing this shit. Um, so. Let's see, let's talk, let's begin with what is a human sacrifice? Of course, it's the offering of a human life or many lives to a deity in some ritual. Love it. Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yes, it's, wow. still, it's still around. Throwback. It's still around in digital form. Uh, states, quote, the occurrence of human sacrifice can usually be related to the recognition of human blood 
as the sacred life force. Mm. Bloodless forms of killing, however, such as strangulation and drowning, have been used in some cultures. The killing of a human being has often been part of an attempt to commune with a god and to participate in divine life. Human life, as the most valuable material for sacrifice, has also been offered in an attempt at expiation. End quote. And, um... I had no fucking clue what expiation meant. Same. Uh, <laughs> so, Sam. You just like stared at me with wide eyes. I'm like, don't worry. It was one of those things where I was like, is this a word everyone knows? No. And I just have to play along at this dinner party and pretend? Fucking Britannica was Britannicking. And it just oh, threw Britannica. out expiation. <clears throat> expiation. So I looked it up. Uh, it's offering a human life as a way to um, make amends or like a reparation for guilt or wrongdoing. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pause us. Right okay. Here. okay. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> based on what we just learned about expiation, okay, let's say um, let's say you're a person, right? Okay. Okay. I think I could do that. Okay. Okay. okay cool. 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 So all right. So let's say you murder someone. Okay, right? I can do that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So just visualize it. Okay. And then um, now let's say uh, you feel like bad, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, you feel bad. You feel okay. like bad. Okay. And uh, so to fix this, yeah, you're going to do a human sacrifice to make good with, to make amends, right? That's, Expiation. That's the... So, so that's, like... That's, that's a math, yeah. Yeah. So, so basically to solve one murder... Yeah. And solve it with another murder. Am I getting that right? I, you know, I think that's, yeah, if, if the person you killed was like an important person or like a, you know, buddy, a buddy of God, of your God. Right. Buddy, buddy. Buddy, and buddy. Like, so like Dave. Dave. <laughs> you know, Fucking Dave. That kiss ass fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you kill Dave and um, that deity gets pissed, yeah, you might have to kill somebody else. Got it. Yeah. Very complicated. Very complicated. Very ancient. Yes. Um, uh, so, in sum, I right. guess you could say if you needed a good harvest or you wanted to stop a natural disaster caused by a slighted angry god. Or solve the Dave problem. Solve the Dave problem. Uh, or in our case, you know, it's we want 2021 to not be the worst. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta give the ultimate gift. Yeah. A person. That's right. <laughs> or people. We have options. Uh, quoting Britannica again, quote, There are two primary types of human sacrifice. The offering of a human being to a god, like mm-hmm. an immediate death. Yeah. And the entombment or slaughter of servants or slaves intended to accompany the deceased into the afterlife. Great. So choices. You can kill one person <laughs> right. or a bunch. That's, I mean, okay. what a variety. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Continuing with Britannica, the Dahomey instituted especially elaborate sacrifices at yearly ceremonies related to the cult of deceased kings, end quote. So uh, I looked into this Dahomey thing, and um, they would kill people to honor all their dead kings. It was like the cult of personality. and oh, um, the cult of personality. Yeah, I like there you that go. One. Put uh, it on a toast. <laughs> Put it on a mug. Uh, Ranker.com explains that annual celebration even further. Uh, I think it's pronounced Zwetanu, Zwetanu, X-W-E-T-A-N-U. Uh, it was performed by a once ancient West African kingdom where today's Ghana is located. Quote, 
The preferred method of sacrifice was decapitation. Very nice. Yeah, so many sacrificial victims were beheaded that the ceremony's name translates to yearly head business. Uh, One source states that thousands of people were sacrificed under the leadership of one king, end quote. Very, I love yearly head business. It sounds very, like, Wall Street. (laughs) Yeah, it's the um, all-hands call. (laughs) I'm thinking about it too much now. Let's move on from yearly head business. Yeah, it's... (laughs) The slack of its day. Uh, um, uh, let's see. where. Let's get back to the notes. I lost my place. Okay. Back to Britannica. Yeah. Quote, excavations in Egypt and elsewhere in the ancient Middle East have revealed that numerous servants were at times interred with the funerary equipment of a member of the royal family in order to provide that person with a retinue in the next life. Uh, the Chinese practice of burying the emperor's retinue with him continued intermittently until the 17th century, end quote. And for fuck's sake, I didn't know what retinue meant either. Amazing. So, We're on the same page today. On the same blank page. <laughs> I need to look shit up. Uh, so retinue is a really super fucking fancy word for a group of advisors, assistants, or others uh, to accompany an important person into the afterlife. So it's your crew. Just, it's just your crew, man, and you're rolling into the club of the afterlife together. I'm trying to think of, like, who my uh, crew is. I, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Pick you. Um, yeah. And then there is, I guess. I'm down. Um, who else works for me? Does anyone work <laughs> for me? Work for you. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of, like, who is, like, in my immediate. Does anyone because it sounds like this is a staff of a person. Yeah, I mean there uh is going to be some boot shining and all hands calling and head business. Yeah. Obviously you don't work for me. We're like co we're colleagues. Do I take my colleagues? It's going to be a really weird uh Monday morning meeting. So um well think about it and then get back to us. Uh so say the ruler passes away or you, and you need to bring the crew. What happens to that crew to, to like, to prep them for the, how do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. pass, how, how do we, uh, what do we do with you? Um, in ancient Egypt, during the first dynasty, anyone the pharaoh deemed needed was sealed into the tomb alive. So it's very hmm. straightforward. Okay. Very straightforward. Now I don't want to take the crew with me <laughs> anymore. Um. Other options, let's see, Go, uh, would you like to read from Ranker.com about ancient Mesopotamia and what they did with their crew? I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Okay, quote, like the pharaohs of ancient Egypt, the royals of ancient Mesopotamia were buried with the rest of their household. This included some members of the royal court, such as soldiers, handmaidens, and servants, uh, human remains found at an archaeological site in Ur, uh, uh, spelled U-R, now Iraq, uh, attest to more than 2,000 people being sacrificed in this way. In an ancient near past, experts believe that victims of sacrifices in uh, Mesopotamia were poisoned peacefully before burial, like a little Xanax before you you jump in there. Um, (laughs) That was my addition, not the quote. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Recent discoveries suggest a more brutal practice. Analysis of skeletal remains suggests that victims were struck in the head before burial. Uh, Some have speculated that targets 
may have been struck in the head because the poison wasn't enough, thus preventing them from being buried alive. However, the truth about why they were dispatched in such a way remains unknown. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. End quote. Yes. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's like a little insurance policy. If the poison didn't work, you got a little blow to the head. Yeah, so a little bludgeoning. <laughs> so it's... A little that, that was That was being nice. Um, Along with everything we just spoke about, the Aztec, Inca, and Mayan were known to include sacrifices in some rituals, and those that practiced the Assyrian and Canaanite religions. Uh, Evidence suggests children were burned at times, Mm. and, quote, among the African Asante, the victims sacrificed as first fruit offerings during the festival of New Yams were usually criminals, though slaves were also killed, end quote. Uh, That is from uh, our Encyclopedia Britannica. Hell yeah. Uh, now, this feels like a lot, but <laughs> it should be noted, uh, human sacrifices occurred in only a few ancient cultures. Um, but as the world's population grew and interacted, of course, the fear of, air quotes, the other grew as well. Oh. Um, continuing with Britannica, quote, Accusations of human sacrifice in ancient and modern times have been far more widespread than the ritual practice ever was. Some early Christians were were falsely accused of cannibalism, consuming sacrificial victims at nocturnal feasts, a misunderstanding probably due to the secrecy surrounding the Eucharistic rite and the use of the words body and blood. Mm. From the Middle Ages until quite recently, Jews were often maliciously accused of having sacrificed Christian children at Passover. Oh, God. Yeah, an accusation which has uh, been termed the blood libel, end quote. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it, It happens... I, this reminded me of, um, like, the satanic panic in the 80s and early 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Where, like, fucking dozens and dozens of people were accused of shit that just did not happen. Horrific fucking things. Yeah. And, you know, lo and behold, the absolute bullshit bonkers QAnon cult is alive and well, accusing just about everyone of abusing children and eating them. Uh, my yeah. favorite... Uh, my favorite... Um, QAnon fucking theory was that uh, cannibalistic drag queens were killing and eating children. That was a thing for a minute. Wow. Yeah. So I, I managed to nap through that uh, <laughs> that one. But new, new cycles are very fast. Wow. Nowadays. Yeah. So that was a that was a thing. Oh my god. Yeah. They were they would accuse like drag. That's what drag queens did. Yeah. They were just killing and eating children and some Satan sacrifice. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Crazy. I know. Our history lesson is ending here. And after the break, we're going to throw somebody into a volcano and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. When Johann Rahl received the letter on Christmas Day, 1776, he put it away to read later. Maybe he thought it was a season's greeting and wanted to save it for the fireside. 
But what it actually was, was a warning, delivered to the Hessian colonel, letting him know that General George Washington was crossing the Delaware and would soon attack his forces. The next day, when Rawl lost the Battle of Trenton and died from two Colonial Boxing Day musket balls, the letter was found, unopened in his vest pocket. As someone with 15,000 unread emails in his inbox, I feel like there's a lesson there. Oh well, this is The Constant, a history of getting things wrong. I'm Mark Chrysler. Every episode, we look at the bad ideas, mistakes, and accidents that misshaped our world. Find us at constantpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We're so back. We're so back. I hope everyone made it back safely. Yes. <laughs> uh, because we're uh, heading to a, an imaginary, beautiful, remote location. Yes. I want you to picture it. I am. You're at the, uh, you're at the uh, base of a volcano, and we're okay. going gonna to have to throw somebody in. Got it. So. <laughs> as long as I'm drunk. That's not a problem. Ah, so if we were to jump in or be thrown in, would you sink or float? Well, mm. it turns out magma is about two to three times denser than water, so she's kind of thick. Um, there's about 1,500 active volcanoes in the world, so if you picked a modestly tall one, you probably wouldn't even survive the fall. I see. Yeah. So <laughs> That's good. That's good. It, believe it or not, that is the good news. Um <laughs> Let's say we picked a relatively shorter one, say um, Paliaki, located along the Argentina-Chile border. Hmm. According to Wikipedia, it stands a wee 591 feet high. Oh, only 591 <laughs> feet. That's right. And is currently the title holder for the world's smallest volcano, That's which is crazy. adorable. That's so cute. It's the cutest. It's so cute. Uh, so it is the world's smallest volcano elevation-wise. Now, falling this distance would be a fucking disaster, oh, but yeah. let's pretend something slowed your fall. Okay. And you survived the impact. Oh, no. Yeah, your mangled body would be alive just a few moments to experience a short-lived hell, if you will. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, no. Now, magma can be anywhere from 1,800 to 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit. That's mm. so hot that the water inside your body would flash boil and turn to steam. Wow. Yeah, so you wouldn't even, like, burn. you just immediately fucking... Vaporize. Vaporize. Uh, so... 
again, all the water in your body would turn to steam, which would suck because we're mostly water. Yeah. All that newly formed gas would try and escape, which means like that would expand whatever skin hadn't been burned off. Like it would just turn into unrecognizable bubbles, basically. Wow. Would I like, so I would like burst. Yes. Yes, exactly. Until you pop. Yeah. All that steam would try to escape. And, and so missed. I would just be missed. Yeah. Uh, and your mini explosion would churn up the magma, causing an awesome chain reaction called lava fountains. What? Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you a video. And don't worry, it's not of a person being tossed okay, in. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a 65-pound uh, box of trash. Uh, and it falls into the opening at the Erta Ale Volcano in Ethiopia. It falls a short distance, only about 260 feet, so that's very survivable. Oh, no. Uh, researcher Richard Roscoe performs the experiment, and as you're watching, can you describe what happens to the box and the magma? I would love to. All right. Okay, all right, it's falling. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. All right. So, oh, it's still happening. All right. So <laughs> we're looking at this volcano. Basically we want, wow. Okay. This is magical and frightening. Okay. So this box of trash, we threw it in to, uh, into this volcano. We watch it fall. Yeah. It's pretty small. It looks like a, a speck for yeah. us. Yeah. In, in in terms of the the uh, the view, the screen, uh, it's a speck. So it falls, and then as soon as it hits the lava, which is churning and churning, the 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 place where it hits the lava, it just bursts. Yeah. Huge fiery burst, mm -hmm. and then it keeps bursting and getting bigger. And and just geysering, yeah. just uh, uh, lava and flames, bigger, way <laughs> bigger than what the actual trash was. I don't yep. even know what happened to the trash, but it made that lava, oh yeah, either really happy or really upset. <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell, but it's yeah, hard to tell. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, now you can imagine that trash probably isn't you know, mostly water like our bodies, but so that it immediately steam flashed. Yeah. yeah and steam flashed. And just, uh, it created a chain reaction with the lava and it creates these huge fucking lava fountains. It's like our own, uh, fireworks, if it's, you will. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous to watch actually. Yeah. So, uh, Google it, Richard Roscoe, uh, and the Erta Ale volcano in Ethiopia. It's a short video. It's less than a minute. Go check it out. Go check it out. And imagine, um, I guess don't imagine. <laughs> it would be. Falling into it. Oh, man. It, it, it would Ma be Imagine real. 2020. Yes, we threw 2020. We threw 2020. Into the volcano. Which is a box of trash. <laughs> imagine, I love this. Okay, I'm going to rewatch this many times and just imagine the pain and the the horror of 2020 or yeah. 2020 yeah on its damn face exploding as it impacts hits that magma fucking and just incinerates amazing ah and that's it folks 
Thank you, Jill. That's, that was amazing. It's it's been amazing for many reasons. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you on the other side, everybody. Hell yeah. And stay interesting. Please do.